We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's the voice of St. Louis, KMOX. My name is Bo Matthews. Welcome to the program. We've got a full lineup for the next couple of hours that I hope you can stick around to to listen to. If you don't have time, if you're getting out of the car, you're you know uh, ending your walk right now, not to worry. If you download the Radio.com app, you can use the Radio Rewind button so you don't miss any part of the program. Uh, you can also share it from the Radio.com app. But go to your uh, Google Play Store or your App Store, download the Radio.com app. If you're already listening through the Radio.com app, thank Thank you. It's a great way to listen to KMOX and crystal clear digital sound. But boy, there is a lot of moving parts when it comes to the election coming up in November. We are, you know, getting to be weeks away now. And the big headline, a couple of big headlines that happened this week, presidential debate moderator Steve Scully raised eyebrows on Thursday night with a tweet that is having critics question his objectivity ahead of the second matchup between President Trump and former Vice President Joe Biden. It's uh, it's kind of crazy. Scully, he's best known as the political editor on C-SPAN and host of Washington Journal. He sent a message through Twitter to Anthony Scaramucci, the mooch, at Scaramucci, should I respond to Trump? Now, some say that that should have been a private message, but he accidentally tweeted it out and the world saw it. Uh, is that uh, is, is that swaying your decision on the legitimacy of the next presidential debate that they're trying to get off the ground? Uh, there was talk about uh, a virtual, a virtual presidential debate. President Trump says he's not going to waste his time on a virtual debate uh, because they can cut you off wherever they want. Uh, there's there's that part of it. Uh, will it be an in-person debate in Miami next Thursday as they're trying to plan? The Commission on Presidential Debates has a lot on their plate right now because there's even more moving parts that are going on concerning Nancy Pelosi. She's trying to create a commission that uh, allows Congress to oust a president from office using the 25th Amendment a day after she accused President Trump of being in an altered state from his coronavirus treatment. She says this is not about President Trump. He will face the judgment of the voters, but he shows the need for us to create a process for future presidents. Here's the crazy thing. President Trump immediately shot back and said Pelosi's efforts is really not about him. Like she said, it's not about the president. She says this is not about President Trump. He will face the judgment of voters. Trump immediately shot back and said it's really an effort to be able to remove future president Joe Biden if he wins in November. He says crazy Nancy Pelosi is looking at the 25th Amendment in order to replace Joe Biden with Kamala Harris. And the Dems want that to happen fast because Sleepy Joe is out of it. That's that's, uh, you know, a tweet from President Trump. 
So I wanted to look up what the 25th Amendment talked about. And were they talking about President Trump? Is Nancy Pelosi, you know, planning ahead for Joe Biden? I, I don't know. But in the 25th Amendment, in simple terms, it clarifies that the vice president becomes president as opposed to an acting president if the president dies, resigns, or is removed from office and establishes procedures for filling a vacancy in the office of the vice president and for responding to presidential disabilities. Do you see what I mean? It's very confusing. All these things are the 11th hour. What's going to happen? Again, do you have the information you need uh, in your heart to make the right decision and vote for the candidate and candidates that you want to? Will the debates sway you one way or the other? I believe the debates are really for those that are in the middle. Uh, they're on the fence. Do I go this way? Do I go that way? I personally don't like to you know, say I'm in either political party. I just want the right person to be our president, to, to take us into 2020 and beyond. Well, some way, somehow, we made connection with a Duck Dynasty fame, Phil Robertson. And he has a book out that may help you in the decision process of what you're going to do on election day. And as I look at the reviews, it's it's amazing. Some of the people, I mean, there's there's a, a 96% of 4.9 out of 5 stars on Amazon's review of a book called Jesus Politics. It's Jesus Politics, How to Win Back the Soul of America. Okay, so as I look at the reviews on Amazon, which is, you know, impressive, you know, a lot of really, really high marks for Phil's new book, Jesus Politics. By the way, I read the whole thing and it was fantastic. Uh, Phil is straightforward, one reviewer said, and says what needs to be said and also heard by everyone. We need God back in the number one spot. We also need to make informed decisions regarding politics and elected officials and choose those who best support our Christian beliefs. Now, I understand the whole country is not Christian, but you have to vote with your heart when you're going into the voting booth. Uh, the review continues, the world is in a state of turmoil because our government and a vast portion of our population has strayed from what God and Jesus have taught us. Love God, love your neighbors, and let's get back to a simpler life with the Bible and God at the core of our existence. Now, what I got out of the book was uh, there. it talks about the turmoil, uh, whether it's uh, health care, whether it's uh, the riots and looting that's going on, whether it's the protest. Uh, it, it talks about nobody is going to be 100% perfect, right? But we've got to vote with our heart. Another reviewer says we have to make decisions. Uh, we make the best decision based on what God's word says. Even if the person does not line up 100%, we need to do, we need to do our due diligence, seek out the background information, and make the best informed decision we can. I think those are good words to live by. And if you are struggling, maybe you're on the fence. Do I go left? Do I go right? What do I do? Maybe this book can help you out. And we are going to talk to Phil Robertson as our guest on this program coming up in the second hour. Really looking forward to it. Been a big fan of his uh, Duck Calls for many years and uh, also Duck Dynasty. Yeah, it was a reality show and it was funny. Um, and you remember the, the pushback they got because they really wanted to make sure they had a prayer at the end of every show at the dinner table and they were able to get that done. Well, now Phil and his sons are on Blaze TV in a podcast that uh, I listen to or watch on a regular basis called Unashamed. And the book really helps. It really helps you to decide on what candidates you should vote for based on what your beliefs are and how they line up with how you believe. And, and what candidates are out there. So I'm excited to talk to Phil Robertson. But coming up next, let's talk about Old Glory, the beautiful flag we wave of the United States of America. The Old Glory flag run is happening next weekend, and I don't want to miss. I don't want you to miss out. 
It's been a couple of different variations throughout this past year. Uh, this one could be the biggest one ever. 9-11, that was, that was one of the biggest ones they had. But we're going to talk to uh, the guy organizing the Old Glory Flag Run that happens next weekend. Also another event that's happening next weekend is the St. Louis Greek Fest. We missed it Memorial Day weekend. But they've come back. They've, of course, you know, modified how it's going to happen. But you can still get all those great Greek food. So we're going to talk to Tony from St. Louis Greek Fest as well. There's a lot to come and a lot to unbox and unpack, as they say. My name is Bo Matthews. You are listening to the Voice of St. Louis, KMOX. It's the Voice of St. Louis, KMOX. My name is Bo Matthews. From word of mouth, uh, from my truck crew said, man, you got to know about the Old Glory Flag Run. And so I've got on the phone with me Josh Billings. He's part of the group that's putting this together. Uh, the event is October 17th. Josh, welcome to KMOX. How are you, buddy? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Yourself? I'm good. I'm good. Okay, so tell me, uh, uh, the first time you did this was just earlier this year. What was your turnout like for the original Old Glory Flag Run? Well, Bo, I put it out there back in end of May, beginning of June, and uh, we ended up getting 64 trucks for our first run. Nice. Um, our second run was the 8th of August, and we kind of went down to 27, uh, didn't really know what was going on, and then we did, I was kind of ramping up for my 9-11 run, um, kind of in remembrance of the of the tragedy that happened. And we had 160 trucks on that run. Wow, that's fantastic! And you know, this could be this could be bigger. Now, it does say hashtag Old Glory Flag Run across America. Um, yes, sir. Is this something going on in every state across the uh, the United States? Well, our 9/11 run, uh, we had a video being made, and it kind of blew up on Facebook. Nice, unbeknownst to me, it just kind of just happened, and. Uh, got close to 2 million views. Just people across the country have started watching it. Well, they're getting inspired, aren't they? Yes, they were very much so. And so I just was like, well, heck, I'll just start a, an old Lord flag run in each state. So a different chapter for each state. And, uh, we've done that and they've exploded, um, some states bigger than others, but uh, like the state of Virginia, they're going to have three different runs on October 17th. This is what we need, man. My dad, my, Under, I've said uh, on the air before, my dad served 47 years with the United States Air Force. And he lives in Jersey. And he's afraid to put a flag in his front yard. And it, yeah, it breaks his heart. It breaks my heart. And, uh, and so I'm glad you guys are doing this because there is nothing more beautiful than that, uh, old glory waving in the wind. Um, oh, yes, sir. is there a criteria to be involved in this? Um, it, it's, you know, it's trucks. Um, well, but- honestly, it's any vehicle, any roadworthy vehicle. Okay. Um, we started off doing trucks and that's really what I wanted it to, to be based off of. Right. I had more and more people that had SUVs or a minivan or a car or even a motorcycle that wanted to be involved. And instead of limiting it to <laughs> just trucks, yep. I was thinking, well, hell, we'll just go ahead and, you know, open it up for whoever wants to put a flag on the vehicle. Nice. So uh, we've got like a retired Army veteran that uh, he doesn't have a truck. He has an SUV, a Toyota SUV, and he puts the little flags that hang on the, on the windows. Right. So, and that's perfectly fine. You know, it was, it's, it's awesome just to see the people out. And we had this event at my house. I have six acres in Forestell, 
And um, we've reached the point now that it's just too big. I can't handle. We we fit a hundred. <laughs> we fit hundred and sixty trucks on my property. No, that's a good problem. That's a good problem. Oh, it was a very very good problem. <laughs> and so um, I've talked to uh, Cedar Lake Sellers out in Wright City, Carl uh, Baum. I've done some work for him out there in my my business that I do. Okay. And he uh, graciously accepted and said. Bring it on out. We would love to have you. So we're going to have it out at Cedar Lake Cellars on the 17th. Okay. Well, not everybody will be in the parade, if we can call it a parade. It's a run. Sure. Uh, yeah. But for those that want to just see it, because, you know, St. Louis, ever since I've been here since 1988, St. Louis has been famous for having parades. And the participants that that just come to watch and see it to be the spectators, we need that because that makes those that are in the run feel good about what they're doing too. Uh, so, so you have the, do you have the route planned out at this point or is it secret yes, or what? Uh, well, so our first run, uh, we ended up uh, putting it on Facebook and I posted the route and it, uh, we caught word that there was going to be a protest blocking the highway. And so, um, we, ch- I changed the route immediately so that we wouldn't get caught up into that. Um, because it did end up happening. And so I don't like to put it out there. Okay, we won't do that then. Uh, so where, where, where do we meet um, if we want to be part wants, of it? If somebody wants to watch it, I mean, we're going to go down. We'll be on Interstate 70, and we'll be on Interstate 64 between, like, 270 and 70. Okay, we'll keep it loose like that. So where does so, it begin? We can tell them that, right? It's going to begin in Wright City. Um, Forestdale area out at Cedar Lake Cellars. Oh, it starts there. Yes, sir. It's going to start there and end there. Oh, perfect. Okay. Okay. So, uh, and then out that event, we're going to have, uh, like, like I do every time I have these runs, I always invite everybody back and we throw a party, um, you know, to get around and basically celebrate America. Absolutely. I love um, that. have love a big mission. bonfire. Um, last time we had sugar fire barbecue come out, sugar fire will be coming out again to provide, uh, food. And I'm thinking that we're going to try to get a couple of the food trucks as well, because this event, um, just on the Facebook page events alone, is saying 350 going, right. Uh, a thousand more and they're interested. <laughs> And we've got four or 500 shares of the group or of the event. So I have a feeling it's just going to blow up and we're going to have more people than we are going to have food. So I'm going to try to get some more food trucks in. Pack you a PB&J just in case. Josh, exactly. Josh exactly. Billings is who we're talking to. The old glory flag run across America it is going to begin and end at Cedar Lake Cellars, and on Facebook, it's real easy to search. Uh, just look Old Glory Flag Run and uh, be a part of that community and celebrate America, celebrate uh, that beautiful flag. If you're a good American, we want you a part of this group. So congratulations oh, on, on, on doing this and the mission. And if you want to be in it, is there a fee to be part of it? There's no fee. Uh, I'm just doing this kind of like I was saying earlier, just kind of doing it to have fun and, and go with it. So, so good, no. there's no fee, just show up 
and have your flag on. This is a time when uh, like-minded Americans can get together and celebrate the flag that so many have uh, lost their lives for and fought for exactly. and still to this day. Josh Billings, thanks for being my guest and good luck. Yes, sir. On the Old Glory Flag Run, Saturday, October 17th, starts at 1 o'clock. And again, go to Facebook to find him and get all the details there and connect with Josh. Josh, take care. Be good. Yes, sir. Thank you. And we hope everybody has a great time at the Old Glory Flag Run going on next weekend. Again, on Facebook, search Old Glory Flag Run and be a part of it or be a spectator. My name is Bo Matthews. Coming up in the next hour, we're going to have Phil Robertson from Duck Dynasty. If you remember him on A&E, well, now he has his own shows on Blaze TV, In the Woods with Phil, and Unashamed Podcast. And he also has a brand new book out called Jesus Politics. If you're struggling, which way do you vote? How do you vote? What are you going to do? Well, stick around. He's a New York Times bestselling author and just a really, really good man. We're going to talk to him in the second hour. Now, there's a couple of guys right here in our own backyard at Rockwood Summit that are doing the heavy lifting for shaping young minds. Brent Batchelor and Eric Stewart of Rockwood Summit are going to share with you what they're doing to help guide young people uh, that is in their school district and beyond. That's coming up next on The Voice of St. Louis, KMOX. Selling a little... Or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's the voice of St. Louis, KMOX. My name is Bo Matthews. And if you have young people in your life, this is so important. And I want to introduce you to a couple of people that are really moving the needle and carrying the heavy load for young people when it comes to respect, when it comes to responsibility, when it comes to relationships. Brent Batchelor and Eric Stewart are from Rockwood Summit, and they have been... They have been in the mud uh, with these plans to help these kids on several different levels. So welcome to KMOX in St. Louis. Uh, Brent, Eric, how are you guys doing? Doing great. Hey, Bob. 
Uh, thank you very much for taking the time to do this. Uh, you guys are waking up every day with this drive to help people, to help every every young person out there uh, that you can get to. And tell me how exactly you're doing that. Brent, we'll start with you. Yeah, I mean, we, uh, you know, we so we're at Rockwood Summit High School. We're both football coaches. Uh, you know, been here for quite some time, and you know, we kind of just, uh, you know, with the pandemic going on and not knowing if we were going to have a season uh, over the summer, and um, you know, with a lot of the social unrest going on, you know, we, we thought we'd kind of connect with our kids and try to find different ways to connect with them in case we didn't have a season. And so we kind of, you know, started to discuss. Uh, you know, with our alumni, especially those of color, um, you know, how we could, you know, better serve uh, current athletes. And so we decided to kind of launch a, a mentor program uh, along with a, a diversity and equity uh, coalition uh, that involves uh, mentorship and then also community engagement to prepare our kids uh, for life uh, beyond the field of competition. Well, as parents have learned that, you know, if their kids are doing remote learning, whether it was, uh, you know, at the end of last year or the beginning of this year, or it's a hybrid situation, they're learning that their uh, their children are, you know, it's hard to get them engaged or keep them engaged. If they're single parent homes, it's even harder to do that. Uh, but but we're talking about basic things. Um, and, and one thing that I, I learned, and it's so smart, to teach a, a young person how to change a tire. It's a it's a stupid tire, but if you are on the side of the road with a flat and you don't know what to do, that's huge. Eric, if you want to speak to that part of the program, I, I think it's just genius that it's so nuts and bolts basic. Well, yeah, and so the, the, I guess the genesis of that idea was uh, one, of our, uh, one of our players the other day after practice, just a couple weeks ago, I, I'm, I'm walking out to my car and he's, he's yelling, he's like, coach Stewart, coach Stewart. Hey, I need some help. I'm like, Whoa, what's going on? Uh, he didn't know how to, didn't know how to jump his car. His battery was dead. Right. And I go, that, that seems, that's like something these kids need to know. Like if they're stranded on the, in a parking lot somewhere late at night and they, they need to be able to jump a car or be able to change a tire, or check their oil or, um, uh, do little things like that. And so, um, you know, we, there's other things we've done with it. Um, you know, we, we've, we've brought in uh, business and community leaders to uh, talk about conducting yourself in a, in a business environment. Um, trying to, we did that one last year. Um, we've, we've talked about uh, mental health right. uh, with our kids during uh, suicide awareness. Um, that was last month, I believe. Um, we had a, a, an alumni, we leveraged alumni uh, that have several uh, connections here, too. Um, we had one who's a counselor, in fact, and came in and talked to our guys about ways to cope with stress and uh, to deal with um, mental health issues because, you know, kids are, kids are struggling right now um, being cooped up. Um, they, they need this. They need to be, they need to have coping strategies. They need to have personal interaction. I think this is so important. Thank you for that answer, Eric. I really appreciate it. Can you, can you pick, uh, can you describe that day when the kid needed a jump on his vehicle? Uh, did you get some of the other kids over to watch what was going on or did you do like an informal survey and go, okay, who doesn't know how to do this? Well, I kind of figured if he, uh, if he didn't know, it's, it's kind of like when you're, you're I'm, a, I'm a social studies teacher up here at summit as well. Um, and if one of them asked the question, that means probably about 50% or more of them probably have the same question. Right. So I just kind of assumed um, there was no other kids around. They'd already kind of taken off. I was one of the last ones to leave that day. You know, right. It was a couple 15 minutes after practice. Most of our kids have already left at that point. Um, and uh, so I was just like, Hey, all right, well, let's learn. 
<laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I, I taught him and a couple of the freshmen that he was given a ride with uh, how to get home, basically. Uh, Brent, let me let me ask you a question. When it comes to uh, you know trying to do these programs, it sounds like it's been part of your makeup. You know, ever since you've been at Rockwood, uh, that you you put the extra effort in instead of just here's the you know here's what you got to do, get this done, and we're done. Um, Aren't you seeing that the the young people are just hungry for not only the attention, but the information that you're sharing? I think it's our job as older people to share downstream uh, the generations coming up. You're supposed to share with them how to, you know, respect a police officer or whatever. Are are you seeing are you seeing the young kids really engaged? Yeah, they've totally bought into the program. Um, You know, we've got, uh, like I said, such a vast network of alumni. Um, I can just go on and on and on. You know, uh, you know, our school's been around since 93, 94, and so now we're starting to see alumni that are in the business world and, you know, professional sports world and all these other things that are going on and, and own their own businesses and connecting with them. And, you know, they want to give back, you know, and that's the thing that we listen to our alumni over the summer when we had some meetings with them is like, you know, uh, especially those of color, like they, they're not seeing faces in our district or at our school, you know, as much that, that, that looks like them. Right. And so we're trying to pit people you know, with each other that look like them, act like them, that were kind of like them uh, growing up, you know. And so we have, you know, we, we spend a lot of time. we got over 50 pairs of uh, alumni uh, working with our kids, and they, they do annual phone calls every week uh, or text or whatever. And, um, you know, things are, you know, things are already, you know, we're, we're already seeing the dividends of it with, uh, with, with uh, grades and with different touch points. And the more, the more times we can get trusted adults uh, to communicate with our kids during this pandemic, the more red flags that the more warning signs that we'll see um, quicker and be able to solve problems before, you know, uh, before it's too late. Yeah. That, that, was, that was our goal. When it's an exception to the rule, as opposed to most of these kids don't know how to do this, or if they've never heard this, I think it's so important. And, you know, there's a lot of grandparents that are, that are raising, you know, kids as well. They're grandkids. And, you know, I, I would think it's almost like, I don't know why that's that generation skip happens, but I love talking to, you know, people that are, that are two, two generations above me. Cause I learn so much, even at my age right now, I still learn so much, whether it's, you know, like you guys are teaching social studies. Um, it, it, do you integrate these programs into those classes or is it, is it not really that like, it doesn't gel like that? Um, I think it's 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 harder because we have a pretty set curriculum uh, to that we have to cover every year. And so, while yes, we try and do as much as we can to to build those relationships yeah. in the classroom, um, it, the football and sports give coaches and teachers that additional time and uh, just connection that we can go a little bit further with it. We can extend uh, what we what, what we do teach in the classroom and and. and um, and get to know them outside of that a little bit as well. So Sports Act is a very good vehicle for this, and it, it's it's provided us with a great opportunity. And it's just something we're going to keep doing. We've, we've been doing this before the pandemic. We've just expanded it now. Yeah. Um, now it's really no turning back. I mean, we have to we, – we're going to try and – we need to try and alum, get more alumni so that every one of our kids in the program gets one. We, we've started with the upperclassmen. Um, and kind of have worked our way down, and we have, you know, we like Brent said, we have over fifty right now. I can't uh, even imagine. Parents. I can't even imagine, even in your social studies classes, you know, what what people see on the news. Uh, you know, how are your kids? You know, what are your kids saying when they come into class uh, about something that they saw on the news? The the rioting, the looting. Uh, it, it is is it hard to navigate that with them? You know, I'd say you know if we let it. 
you know, um, you know, but we have a, a tremendous team culture based on first and, uh, you know, it's an acronym and, and, you know, basically, you know, we, we, we talk about controlling what you can control and focusing on what you can control, what you can do every day to be a better person. And, you know, you know, where do you stand and, and how you can look, the theme of it is be a man, which is, you know, kind of like deconstructing the, the, the traditional myths of being a man and just, you know, basically, you know, supporting your, you know, supporting your, your, your teammate, your brother, your family, uh, and moving forward. And so, you know, we don't really, you know, focus too much, you know, on all that because it's, you know, so negative and a lot of it's negative, negative and some of it's positive and, and things like that. But, you know, anytime there's, there's challenge comes opportunity. And so that's why this was, you know, this is what this is what this is kind of born out of is, is you know, trying to create opportunities for our kids, um, you know, you know, to provide those avenues uh, for them to be successful outside the, the field of competition. It's so important. Brent Batchelor, Eric Stewart are my guests from Rockwood Summit. Uh, you know, it, it, I don't know if you guys have uh, seen the Social Dilemma uh, Network uh, uh, documentary, docudrama. Um, heard about it yeah you need to watch it uh because i've been preaching it ever since i saw it because these stupid rectangles that we carry around with us everywhere suck so much of our life into them and it happened i mean you know you can be at dinner uh at a restaurant or even at home and everybody's on their gadget and my wife and i have a, have a rule that you know no phones at the dinner table it, and it's just my wife and i but there's so much attention drawn to these these boxes that we carry around that it's so important and i'm sure that the children so appreciate your attention, your conversation, the lessons you're teaching. So, hey, both of you, hats off to you uh, for doing the heavy lifting for these young minds because we do this. We need to train these kids the way they need to be, and and th- this is exactly what you guys are doing. Thank you, thank uh, you so much. Before I let you go, are you finding uh, a network of other educators around the country? Uh, are you are you able to spread this message that hey, we've got something here, and are you able to share that with anybody? Well, I already know of a couple coaches who've reached out wanting us to share some stuff, and we're more than happy to do that. Um, you know, it's, 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 we, we're not, you know, we don't want to just hoard something like this. And we need to see other, uh, we want to see it benefit kids everywhere. Like, Absolutely. it's not about, it's not about the, you know, the opponent or another team or something like that. When it comes down to like doing what's best for, uh, you know, high school age kids or kids in general it's it's really we're all on the same team team sports is so important for respect for rule following all these things and you guys have taken it to the next level this is next level stuff guys (laughs) (laughs) thank you (laughs) well congratulations to you both and uh, keep up the good work brent bachelor eric stewart from rockwood summit thank you so much for joining us on camo x thanks for having us you first Again, coming up in the second hour, Phil Robertson has a new book out called Jesus Politics, How to Win Back the Soul of America. We're going to spend some time with him. But before we get to that, coming up next on the program, Michael Cannell has a new book out called A Brotherhood Betrayed, The Man Behind the Rise and Fall of Murder, Inc. If the mafia intrigues you, well, stick around. That is next on The Voice of St. Louis, KMOX. It is the voice of St. Louis, KMOX. My name is Bo Matthews, and uh, as I shared with you last week, I'm a big reader, and I love to read all styles and kinds of books, uh, fiction, nonfiction, Uh, but then I get word about a book called A Brotherhood Betrayed, The Man Behind the Rise and Fall of Murder, Inc. His name and author's name is Michael Cannell, and uh, welcome to KMOX in St. Louis, sir. How are you? Oh hey, thanks. Thanks for having me. It's really fun to be on. What uh, what got you started on this? Is this a passion project for you, or you just want the truth to be told? 
Well, my feeling is that nobody should write a book with unless they're obsessed with the subject. Yes. And it is very easy to be obsessed with this subject. It's a story about Murder, Inc., which was the mob's assassination squad in the 1930s, and in particular about the man, a man named Abe Reles. His nickname was Kid Twist. Yeah, I want to know about headed that. Mur- he headed Murder, Inc., and then he spent his entire adult life killing informants to protect the mob. Wow. And then at the end of his life, he became the biggest informant of all. And he told the district attorneys about the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of murders that he had been involved in. And not surprisingly, he then died under mysterious circumstances. Yeah, I hear so, that happens once in a while. Uh, Michael, yeah. Michael, can I ask you, are you uh, are you related to some of these players that you write about, or are you just intrigued by it? No, I'm not. As far as I know, I'm not. I'm not related to any to any of the players. I just um, I, when I was working on my previous book, which was called Incendiary, which was about the uh, the first time the police went to a psychiatrist to solve a crime. Right. It was sort of working in the same time period, and I became aware of this story about the mob's greatest informant, and I started to read about it, and. Almost immediately, I could see that it, you know, it felt like a movie. It felt like a Netflix series. Right. Just the characters are just incredible. And that just the backdrop, you know, Brooklyn in the 1930s. So I got, uh, like I say, I don't think people should write books unless they're obsessed. And I, I really, I really did became become obsessed with this and still am. I have to tell you that, uh, last year, uh, my wife and I love to go to estate sales and just walk into some of these homes that haven't been touched in years. And I, I've, I found the book, the Godfather. And I said, you know, I've seen the movies, a couple of them anyway, and I wanted to read the book. And so I did, uh, you know, got it for a dollar or whatever. And after I, I read the book, of course, you know, more detail on that than the movies, then I was obsessed to to watch all three Godfathers that were out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it was intriguing. It was a fascinating. And just the other day, I said to my wife, you know, we're, we're all churning and burning in this isolation time during the pandemic. We should watch The Sopranos again, because that was such a, a well-done program. Um, but let's go back to your book. I, I, I just think it's ironic that we're talking. Uh, the name of the book is A Brotherhood Betrayed, The Man Behind the Rise and Fall of Murder, Inc. Tell me more about Kid Twist um, and about him becoming an informant. How, how would something like that even happen? Well, Kid Twist came up out of Brownsville, Brooklyn, which was then the toughest neighborhood in America. It may, yeah. may have been the toughest neighborhood in all time. Um, he was a He was a Jewish kid who punched his way to the top of the pecking order in the in the gang world of, of of Brooklyn. And he did something kind of unusual in order to overthrow the Shapiro, the three Shapiro brothers who were the top dogs, um, before, you know, when he was coming up, he ha- he uh, recruited some Italian young Italian thugs from the next neighborhood over and he formed what he called the combination so Jewish kids, Italian kids working together. Sure. And they, they that was sort of that was a new idea because in the old days the mob had been as it is in The Godfather, it had been ruled by old Sicilian guys or or old guys from Naples. Um so so now, you know, now you have Italians and Jews working together 
in in this in this later period. And um, when prohibition ended, organized crime really got organized. Right. And one of the things that they did was to set up this assassination squad, Murder Inc. And they they hired uh, Kid Twist, Abe, our guy Abe Reles, to to be the head of Murder Inc. And their job was to kill kill all the informants so that nobody would be prosecuted. And it worked for about a decade. For about a decade, they protected the mob from from prosecution by killing anybody who could possibly testify against them in court. Well, uh, I, I have to tell you that I also had this thought when, you know, we're seeing the, uh, the, the rioting and the looting going on in major cities across America in 2020. Um, I, 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 had, I had the thought a, a few weeks ago when, New, I mean, New York is, is changing so much. Some say that it'll, it'll be, you know, decades before it gets back to the way it used to be, where it was calm and a good place to go visit and, you know, great restaurants and theater. I, I actually had the thought a few weeks ago about, where where's the mob? Uh, why are they letting this happen to their cities? Uh, do you have any any feeling about that? I mean, you're in New York, right? Yeah, I mean, what I would say is that I I don't live downtown in New York, but I have lots of friends who either work or live downtown. And there were periods when the looting in downtown New York was um, just out of control. Sure, and. Um, and really storefront to storefront to storefront. These were not haphazard um, break-ins. This was a this was an, an organized, very carefully orchestrated operation. Who was doing it? You know, I don't know. But I have to believe that the mob in its present incarnation had something to do with it. Oh, okay. See, now I, I would think that they would want to defend it because it's their city. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I know. I don't know. I mean, I don't have any special, I don't have any special information or any special insight. I just, my, my, my gut on this is, is that when, if there are opportunities to make money, the, the mob in, you know, whatever decade it is, 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 is getting in on it. Yeah. I haven't been to New York since 2009, I believe it was. And it was, you know, gosh, great city, walked around, felt safe. Heck, uh, you know, jumped, uh, from the Statue of Liberty area and we ended up walking like 30 blocks, uh, because we couldn't find the subway, but, uh, I love New York of yesteryear anyway. Um, but tell me about this, uh, the, the, your book, it reads like a thriller. I mean, is there, is there a possibility that this could be turned into a movie or are the workings already part of that? Well, there hasn't been any talk about it yet. I do think that, I do think that it's a cinematic story. It's, it's it's um, it's America in the 30s, particularly Brooklyn in yeah. the 30s. Um, it's uh, I mean, people have asked me who would I cast in these in these uh, in these roles. Bo um, Matthews would be one of them. I would be one of them. Okay, okay. <laughs> we'll we'll keep that in mind. Okay, yeah, you do that. <laughs> do you have the Do you have the wardrobe for the red carpet at the? At the Oscars, that's the question. Oh, yeah, of course I do. Of course I do. I, you know, <laughs> yeah. Michael Cannell is our, our our author and our guest. If you love to read, this is uh, this is definitely a, a, a topic that so many people are intrigued by. If you watch The Irishman, I went through, I, you know, I saw that. That was fantastic. A, a Brotherhood Betrayed, The Man Behind the Rise and Fall of Murder, Inc. Uh, who is your reader? Who is the person that's going to enjoy this most? This is history. This is journalism. Everything in this book is true. Wow. But I try to write it as what's called narrative nonfiction, right. which is a fancy, fancy way to put, to say that it should read as a novel. 
even though it's it's all true. I don't want to write history with a capital H. Uh, I try to shape my books as if they're a novel or as if they're a Netflix series. So, you know, anybody who who would enjoy a fast-paced novel or a Netflix series, hopefully they would enjoy this. Well, I guess with your resume of being a New York Times editor and Times Magazine reporter, uh, it, it's got to be great. And I haven't gotten it yet, but I will get it uh, because we're looking at uh, wintertime coming upon us here real soon. So there's going to be a lot more inside isolation that we're all going to be getting. Uh, Michael, thank you so much. Congratulations on the book. Um, are you already working on a next uh, a next book? I am. I'm working on, on a next book. I'm not going to say exactly what it is, but I will say that it's also a mafia book. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. A Brotherhood Betrayed, The Man Behind the Rise and Fall of Murder, Inc. Michael Cannell, you can find the book at uh, all bookstores, online, Amazon, all that good stuff? Yep, it's there. And is there an audiobook version of it? There is. Wonderful. Thank you so much for being my guest on KMOX, and uh, good luck to you, sir, okay? Thanks, boy. I really appreciate it. All right, coming up after the news, we still have a special guest for you, Phil Robertson of Duck Dynasty fame and Duck Commander, the uh, duck call company that he created many years ago. He's got a new book called Jesus Politics. I've read the book. It's fantastic. We're going to talk to him uh, about that and about a lot of other things coming up in the second hour. But if you miss this year back Memorial Day weekend when they normally have the St. Louis Greek Fest, well, it didn't happen because of the pandemic. Good news, it's going to happen next weekend in a little different variation, but we'll explain all of that after the news on The Voice of St. Louis, KMOX. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... You deserve this ice-cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's the voice of St. Louis KMOX. Every year, for many years, I have been blessed with a delivery of unbelievable tasting items from uh, the uh, the Greek fest that goes on generally in the Memorial Day weekend time frame, of course, with the pandemic. Everything's had to change, but my guest, Tony Theranos, is, uh, is my guest to talk about the St. Louis Greek Fest, it is going to happen, and it's modified, but it's still fantastic foods on every level, and it's going to hit every taste bud. Tony, welcome to KMOX. How are you, buddy? Thank you very much, Bill. We appreciate the opportunity to talk about our festival, uh, our delayed festival, if you will. <laughs> but it's happening. Like, that's good. Yeah, that's exactly right. We finally got the people out of the dungeons and out of their basements, and uh, we're excited to really be able to celebrate this this partial festival, if you will, though, it's not as, as widespread as what our Memorial Day festival is, which is usually a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, a four-day festival where we really try to pay tribute to the American 
uh, soldiers, if you will, that uh, really uh, liberated Greece back in World War II. So it was one way that we wanted to share our culture with the American group, if you will, of, of allowing us to reinstitute our own little societies here in the St. Louis area. So we're very proud of of what the Americans did for us. And like I said, because of the ep epidemic that we had, we had to postpone this year's festival. But uh, the ladies have been preparing the food uh, all along. We've got about 25 to 30 parishioners. Uh, the ladies used to get together every Wednesday and actually start preparing the food for the festivals. And they were always using these old-time recipes, if you will, handed oh, yeah. down generation to generation. So... Uh, we're excited that we're able to at least share some of this food again with us uh, this next coming weekend. How many years has this been going? Well, we started in in the area we are now at, at 1755 DePere Road uh, back in 1990. So we've been doing it for quite a few years. We actually had a festival prior to that in University City. And the way the festival really got initiated is that a lot of the people driving by the old church in, on Delmar used to smell all this great food. So <laughs> right. Suddenly they said, you know, what's happening? Uh, the parish council decided, you know, maybe we ought to open up to the general public. So that's how it all began, Bo. So, again, it's been a continuing process for us uh, since 1990 here at the church. Well, for years I've always known that Memorial Day was coming soon because there would always be uh, little drop uh, drops at different radio stations around the area, mm -hmm. and my name would be on one of them, and I wouldn't share it with anybody until I got home. Uh, but you, you guys make the best baklava, uh, or baklava, however you pronounce it. Uh, yeah, baklava. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's really kind of crazy because, you know, so many people have been eating at home. People have special restaurants they like to go to like my wife and I like to go to a Thai restaurant up in South County and mm -hmm. we just went there for the first time since the beginning of the year uh, because because they were offering outdoor seating so this year you were able to get these wonderful foods out and it's going to be a drive-through experience it's not going to be a, a, like you mentioned a four-day event over Memorial Day but you can still enjoy the wonderful foods that you offer and as I'm looking down your menu I don't know a lot of them but I'm a huge euro fan I love euros well, we're gonna have we're gonna have euros there for sure this year as well. What we we, we have uh, really, Bo, is if the, if people go to our website, which is www.stlgreekfest.com, yep. uh, beginning Monday, there's an order form there where you can take a look at what the menu is going to be. Love that. And you can actually order online, if you will. So it's all handled internet wise. So all you have to worry about is picking the right foods, uh, picking a time that you want to pick it up, and then drive by and. The food will be prepared and delivered directly uh, to you at your car. It's not, like you said, but we're, we're not basically a fat food restaurant. We're not going to be Chick-fil-A. We're not Culver's. You know, we're not that kind of drive-through because what we've really uh, tried to do is to make sure that we're giving the same quality of food that we always have at our festival for this drive-through situation. So uh, we're excited about it. Again, it, it gives our people an opportunity to really uh, – uh, express our thanks to the public too if they come by and drive by and pick up some good greek food okay tony i want you to help me with some of these uh these uh, pronunciations so people don't screw it up uh sure. and he heck i'm trying to figure out tony Thorinos, right Thorinos. that's correct okay in fact, you're, you're pronouncing it better than my wife so pretty good, <laughs> I, I got that part okay so is it suvlaki yeah it's Slovakia, which is basically uh, a shish kebab plate okay. is what it is uh we're going to have uh, yido plates, uh, which basically is you're going to have the seasoned lamb with onions, tomatoes, tzatziki, and pita bread and rice. And the slavuki is, is a Greek word that we use for shish kebab. It's okay. basically 
uh, pork shish kebab that's grilled on the grill. The guys will be out there uh, first thing Friday morning cooking these things. And then we're also going to have roast chicken uh, with rice. I know how to and, pronounce that. What's Is it Delmades? Yeah, Delmades, yeah, that, uh, you pronounce it correctly, uh, Bo. Yeah, they're, they're stuffed grape leaves. It's, it's rice with beef with special it. herbs oh, and yeah. with a lemon sauce. So, so good. We'll, yeah, we'll have that. We'll have spanakopita, which is our spinach pie. We'll have the didopita, which is a cheese pie. It's four different cheeses. <laughs> of course, we'll always have that Greek salad. You know, the salads always be there. And like you said, Bo, the Yido sandwich is probably one of the most popular things that we always sell. I finally know how to pronounce that. I've, you know, gyro, 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 yido, right? Yeah, 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 yido. It, it's almost without the G. It's, it's like a G-R or G-Y sound. Right. So, uh, as long as people, you know, if they can, if they can see it on, on the website, they won't have to worry about pronouncing it. <laughs> so, so. Okay. Uh, well, uh, and, but then we've got to talk about the desserts. Now, again, I want to mention, uh, I didn't get a drop this year, uh, of goodies to, uh, encourage me to talk about this on my radio show, but I'm glad to do it now. Uh, bak- well, baklava. Yeah, it's called baklava. Ba- yeah, oh, so it is right. Okay, baklava. Yeah, that's the standard that our ladies always make. Yeah. It's something that we also have at our Friday luncheons when we used to have our Friday luncheons. Baklava is going to be one of the desserts that you, desserts that you can purchase. Another one is called kataifi, which is a shredded phyllo dough. It's filled with chopped walnuts and topped with a honey sauce, if you will. We also have what we call galato budico. You, you want to try pronouncing I'm that? I'm looking at the word. There ain't no way I would have got that one right. <laughs> okay. It's basically a milk custard. It's a real sweet custard with honey, and it, it's delicious. It's one of my favorites. That's fantastic. And then we have what we call gulapiedes. They're uh, buttered cookies uh, with walnuts and uh, powdered sugar. And then we always have those tea cookies. They're called guluraikia. That's kind of our Easter uh, tea cookie that we always have at Easter time. And what are what are these? Uh, on okay, I'm looking at the menu. What are the pep Pepsi uh, diet Pepsi? Uh, am I saying that right? <laughs> yeah, 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 you are. Beverages yeah. will be available. Is my point. <laughs> That's exactly right. We're going to throw those in just to make sure people don't think it's it's all Greek. It's going to be a little American and ninety percent Greek. Yes. Yeah, so. You know, I, I, Tony, I got to tell you, I I, I missed the uh, festival in in uh, Memorial Day weekend. And for those people mm-hmm. that normally are around during that time, uh, we are so happy. Happy that you were doing the Greek Fest this year uh, in a different way, drive through as we mentioned. Can you tell me what the money goes to? Because my wife is Catholic, and, and one thing that so many people missed was the fish fries of this year. And 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 I understood finally. I thought it was just feeding the masses with fishes, like Jesus, right? But but it actually funds so many programs for the Catholic churches. Uh, can you tell me what the money goes to for you guys? Yeah, usually it, it's a combination of events that we they really kind of co-sponsor as such, Bo. This past year, uh, Memorial Day weekend, we were going to be tied in with the Disabled American Veterans Association. Wow. Uh, I had a program started where we were going to give a certain percentage of our, our uh, profit, if you will, to the disabled veterans, sure. uh, giving our thanks to the American uh, soldiers who sacrificed their lives as such. Basically, we have a number of outreach programs where the uh, the ladies, the Philoctetos Society, which is a Greek organization of uh, the Greek women, they do a lot of outreach programs to the hospitals, to prisons. Uh, a lot of that money goes to some of those uh, outreach programs that the ladies really sponsor as such. So there, there are too many to, to, uh, to list as such, Bo, but uh, again, a lot of the money goes, of course, to the church to help offset some of the expenses of the church, but a lot of that really goes towards 
the charity uh, organizations, if you will, that we really uh, like to sponsor. And so many have been uh, have had to fall short because of the missed events. But you guys are making it happen, and it's going to be happening uh, for three days, October 16th, 17th, and 18th. And again, you can get your order in at stlgreekfest.com. That's my buddy Tony Theranos. Theranos, right? Close enough. Theranos. Theranos. That's what we try to do. I think we are going to try to maybe distribute some pastries. We hope. It depends on what the ladies are able to do. So no, you guys uh, are behind the gun. I know we yeah, all we need to come to you. Don't worry about dropping anything off. Uh, drone delivery will be set up for next year. Don't worry about that. Uh, no, I appreciate, that. Uh, appreciate where, that. Where can we direct people to go to if they don't go on the website but they still want to get in line to get the food? Where do they go? Well, that's the only place they can actually order. Uh, but what, what we've tried to do is make it simple for people to be able to order the food, but also make it logistically possible that okay. basically they don't have to pay for anything there uh, during the drive-through. In other words, when they go to that, they click on that button on our website. That'll give them all the instructions in regard to how it's going to be paid for, as such. So, I, I'd like to alert the people that when you do come, uh, don't don't be or. You can't be prepared to say, oh, I forgot to order a salad okay, or I forgot okay. to order another piece of baklava because it, it, logistically it's going to be difficult for the people to have to go and, and revamp the, the menu, if you will, and the order forms and then how do you collect the money, that sure. kind of thing. So. Again, to make it simple for everyone, we try to say, hey, everything will be taken care of on the website. Take so, care of it online, and you can just go and eat to your heart's that's content. Correct. That's fantastic. That's Tony, great to talk to you again, and I wish you a ton of luck on uh, next weekend's event. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, serving from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. But again, go to their website, uh, stlgreekfest.com, to get your order in, and then go get in line when it's ready. Tony. Well, we really appreciate the opportunity. Thank you for the time to the, you uh, bet. allow us to be able to talk about our festival. Absolutely. Keep up the great work, okay, Tony? Thanks, Phil. Appreciate it. It's true. You put out good food, and people will come from miles around, just like the St. Louis Greek Fest, and just like gumbo, jambalaya, crawdads, all that good stuff that the Robertsons serve up. Yeah, the Robertsons, as in Duck Dynasty. Phil Robertson, a New York Times bestselling author, has a brand new book called Jesus Politics. How to Win Back the Soul of America. He is my guest next on The Voice of St. Louis, KMOX. It's The Voice of St. Louis, KMOX. My name is Bo Matthews, and my next guest has been a a guest on my schedule for a few weeks now, but a hurricane came through and knocked out the power, so the original time we were supposed to chat did not happen. Phil Robertson, professional hunter, invented his own duck call, founded Duck Commander Company, and he also starred in the popular TV series A&E Had It, Duck Dynasty, and now is the host of his new subscription television series, In the Woods with Phil on Blaze TV, and he is a New York Times bestselling author, The Theft of America's Soul, Happy, 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 and Unfil Turd. Uh, he and his wife Kay live in West Monroe, Louisiana. He's got five children, 18 grandchildren, and seven great-grandchildren. Phil Robertson, how are you, my friend? I'm doing well. And this is an honor. I've read every book. Uh, as a matter of fact, my wife and I, we uh, we have dinner with you and Unashamed uh, every night. Every night you guys are sitting at the dinner table with us, and it, it's such a great oh, Bible good. study experience. It really is. Well, good, man. We're trying to infuse a little good into our culture and trying to do get get them to do something, you know, really earth-shattering, loving God and loving each other, 
Bo, it's like pulling teeth. <laughs> it, you know, but it's so simple, and I just don't understand it, and, and that's why I'm so glad to have you as uh, my guest because it is so simple. But, you know, when it boils down to it, would you agree that uh, we have to start with the young people in our lives, the children growing up, the teenagers? You know, there's just so much input from all these phones and computers and stuff. We've got to get them on the right track early. When they, I was a sophomore in high school, if I remember correctly, and these edicts, government, uh, Supreme Court edicts, they got to passing them down, Bo. They forgot that there's a big difference between the Supreme Court and the Supreme Being. (laughs) And what they did was they literally ran God, the Bible, love, joy, peace, patience. They ran God out of the school system. And that was 60 years ago when I was a sophomore in in, uh, high school. So, Bo, the chickens are now coming home to roost. It is so true. But how do we how do we get to them? That's my biggest my biggest question for you is how do we get to those people that don't believe and have no idea? I I was very thankful to be uh, raised in a Lutheran church. So I had the foundation. I like you, you know, drifted away a little bit, but I still had that foundation there. And for for anybody that is has had a foundation, you went to church on Sundays, you woke up, you were grumpy. But now you might be missing something in your life and it could very well be. God. Uh, Yeah. You know, I have noticed this, and this is the first time I've actually seen this. I was 28 when I repented, turned to God. Well, now I'm 74. This is the first time I've seen this. Every week, we got a little place we meet. I don't go to town, but once a week. I go up there. It's uh, it's about half African Americans, half white, which is a wonderful thing, and we're all together in there. And the homeless come in, and we've got we the women cook up meals for them, and so everybody's well fed. We study the Bible, we remember Jesus. So, and we got on this podcast, uh, the one you referred to, and every week they come from all the states in the United States. There'll be 10 different groups, each one of them a different state. They just keep coming, Bo, one after the other, group after group, husband and wife after husband and wife, and they want me to baptize them. And so you're doing just, it, and you're gladly and doing, I'm it. doing it. So I'm seeing out there and across America, I've never seen that before, that many, because they're the ones who either fly down or drive down. And that's a long way from, you know, people coming from Canada and Michigan and I don't know, all across the northern part of the United all of California. There was a couple of the day, they walked into the the baptismal pool, and the little girl, she was about 25, she said, Mr. Robinson, I want you to know that I've been a far left-wing uh, liberal zealot and I have been out in the streets with them, the ones you've been seeing. She said, I read one of your books. Yeah. I'd never even heard about Jesus. I didn't know enough about him to even consider him. She said, but after I read that about what he's done for me, removed my sin and guaranteed me I could be raised from the dead, she said, that's why I'm here. I said, who's that with you there? And she said, that's my mama. That's my mother. And her mother was there with her. So both of them said, 
we were on this left-wing train, and now we're so ashamed of it, and we're turning from it, and we're turning our lives over to God. So the answer to your question, we just got to keep sharing the gospel with them. Look, God become flesh 2,020 years ago. We're all counting time by him for crying out loud. Amen to that. So he at least, if one individual, our calendar's based on one individual, and by the way, that's worldwide. We all count time by Jesus. I would think if you count time by an individual, one out of all those people that's walked on planet Earth, I would think if you count time by him, you might all investigate him. <laughs> I'm thinking that's a that's a good idea. Now, in your book, Jesus Politics, you you actually had a conversation uh, with your family, and I forget who it was, uh, but, uh, but you said you don't think you'd ever led a liberal to Jesus, and now you have done that. Um, that is correct. Are, are you seeing more of that? Are people revealing that, hey, I'm, I'm a former liberal, and, and I also now believe in Jesus? More and more, and more and more. I'm seeing more and more. I thought, well... I was beginning to wonder if you act, but you know, if you get off, if Satan controls a human being, everybody at some point in their life has been under the control of Satan until they ran up on Jesus, which released them. It freed them. You'll know the truth. The truth has set you free. Well, he means set you free from Satan, sin, guilt, law, having to be perfect. You're under grace and finally be set free from the grave itself. Bo, I call that a game-set match, my man. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Now, you, now uh, you literally have all these people coming to you. Now, I, I live kind of in the woods, not not a big a spread as you got, but uh, we, we like our privacy, right? So all these sure. people that are coming to you from all over, are, are, are is that a welcome feeling in your heart to have them coming oh, to you? It's the most amazing thing I've ever seen. I walk up to them every week. I walk up, and I've never seen them before. So right. I'm like, in fact, where we are, a lot of times there are more visitors coming for the specific purpose of me to baptize them. They're coming down here from all these different states. There will be more visitors than members. <laughs> well, so, the, we're all family, right? We're all family. Well, you, yeah, you talk about. Uh, 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 down-to-earth, first-century Christianity, we sing two or three songs, and we partake of the Lord's Supper, remember Jesus, the blood that was shed for us, and the body that was nailed to the cross, and and then I get up, and I speak for about 25 or 30 minutes, and then we're, the, the, the baptisms start taking place from the, all the visitors, and they, they all tell me, they say, Mr. Robinson, that is the simplest purest form of Christianity. There's no structure to it, and 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 you don't get paid. I said, oh no, we don't, we don't pass around a plate. You know, get people's money. No, no. You know, we just we we pay for the electric the electricity in the building. You know, where there's a little heat and running water. But you say there's no money changing hands, Bo. You're just you a know, fisher of men. That's all you're that's doing. That's right. Yeah. We just keep keep it simple. No. It's all free. Think about it. What Jesus did for us, it's the only health care that has eternal health care tied to it, Bo, and it is free. What's, yeah, <laughs> what's the premium on that, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Everything so, else, boy, you better reach for your billfold. Kinda, I kind of think that America needs to take a few lessons 
about we need to keep this thing simple and just and, and learn how to love God, like I said earlier, and love each other. Even your enemies. Pretty well good to go, Bo. Yep. I could not agree with you any more than that. My name is Bo Matthews. Phil Robertson is my guest. You may know him from A&E's Duck Dynasty or the Duck Commander Company if you're a duck hunter. Maybe you have one of his duck calls that he created. He's also a New York Times bestselling author and a great Christian man. But the book is called Jesus Politics. And boy, does he talk about politics. And we're going to do that next on The Voice of St. Louis, KMOX. Now, we're talking with Phil Robertson, uh, the patriarch of the Robertson clan in uh, North Louisiana. His book is Jesus Politics. I've read it from cover to cover um, about the election that is just days away. Um, I want to talk about your manifesto that you have in your book. A couple of things on voting for leaders who will protect capitalism, uh, voting for leaders who will promote religious liberty. These are all things in this book that are fantastic. I want to ask you about uh, what is the most part of the manifesto that you want people to understand, even if they don't pick up the book, which they should? What they should realize is the first thing they should ask themselves is, is the person they're going to vote for, do they fear God? I met with Donald Trump three times since he's been the president, one time before before he was running. And the first thing out of my mouth to him, though, was uh, I put I wrote it down on a little piece of paper in arrows, like an arrow coming out of heaven, God becoming flesh. I've seen I had the design. The cross, yep. And I had the little tomb, and I had the, the arrow coming out of the tomb, and the final arrow, the return. So I showed him that, and he said, what is that? I, I, this is after I met him for 30 seconds. I said, I'm glad you asked. I said, this is when a story of when God became flesh, Trump. I said, he died on a cross for Donald Trump's sins. I said, Trump, do, do you have sins? He said, oh, I got a lot of sins. I <laughs> Don't said, we all? I, I said, all of us do. I said, he removed them right there. I said, three days later, that grave that's coming up for you and me, I said, we're, we're, both of us are going to end up in a hole in the ground, my man. I said, right? He said, yeah. I said, well, there's your ticket out of it right there. And I said, the final error is when he returns. I said, whatever happens, whether you win or not, he was running at the time. I said, whether you win or not, don't forget that. I started to walk. I said, have a nice day. And I started to walk away. And he said, hey, he said, can I have that? I said, sure. Wow. And I handed it to him. Well, I met with him twice after that. Both both times, it was a spiritual discussion. What people need to realize is if you come out of a rough background like me or Donald Trump, you have to give them time to to mature in the faith. I mean, he's not going to come out. And, and never and be mistake-free. That's why Jesus is up in heaven mediating for us so that when we do stumble, he takes that away. So all your past sins removed, none of your future ones are counted against you if you just simply love God, love each other, walk in the light. So he's a work in progress. I call him the president this one. But I know one thing, I call him caustically brilliant. Because he has a high acumen like like I haven't seen lately. But the bottom line is, you say he's a work in progress. Like we all are. Time, and, but you just look at what he's done for Christianity in the last three to half, four years. He's done more for Christianity than any president we've ever had. So he, he fears God. He loves God. Now that we've had our discussion, others are working with him. He's pro-life. Look, if he was far... 
the slaughter of infants in their mother's womb, I wouldn't vote for him. Right, me too, me but too. But he's pro-life, so you say, and he's pro-gun, he's pro-duck hunting. Bo, that pretty well is all I want, man. You know, <laughs> did you ever see him on uh, uh, The Apprentice? Did you ever see the TV show he was on? I never watched it. Okay, well, he okay. So he's a billionaire flying around in helicopters around New York. Everything in his apartment in a penthouse is gold, lemay, and all. It's beautiful. I truly believe, as big of a personality as he is, and he was the same guy back in the '80s when David Letterman interviewed him. I believe the first day that he walked into the White House is when he was humbled, and I I I think he understood then the the tragedy and the the trouble that this country is in. And when he walked out of Walter Reed the other day and thanked God, said that said that beautiful name off his lips, I looked at my wife. I was like, "That is the most beautiful thing I've ever heard him say." That's and, what I'm saying. Uh, so to me, that's enough for me. Work in progress. He's uh, he's heard the gospel. He's trying. I think he's I think he's uh, I think it impacted him. I think he's embraced it. So I'm just watching the whole thing unfold. And if God's with him, oh, he's going back in if God's with him. Well, it takes us out here watching all this. I read that Democratic Manifesto they came out with the other day. The word God was not even in the thing. Right. Right. 112 pages and not a word about God. So Now, have you, uh, have you taken time to watch uh, the vice presidential debate or the presidential debate? Yeah, I watched both of them. Okay. Uh, by the way, I, I sent Trump a little message. Uh, oh, because you have via, his number? <laughs> no, via Blaze TV. There you go. I just, I just, I just gave him a little session, and I said, "Listen, Trump, let your opponent speak for 120 seconds. There you go. Two minutes. Yep. Let him talk." I said, "You broke in too much on him. You, 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 I said you should have been more self-control. Let him talk." Then you can rebut him what he said. Uh, he should have took a few lessons. I was telling him to do what Pence did last night. Right. Just hold, hold your tongue and, and let him talk. He, he just should have exercised a little more. Uh, <laughs> a little <control>. restraint. <laughs> Paul, Paul told Timothy, he said, the Lord's servant must not quarrel. He must be kind to everyone, able to teach. Those who oppose him, and there's always opposition, Look at look at what they did to Jesus, though. Yeah. I mean, he a mistake-free God in a human body never made a mistake. And one of the things he asked him, can any of you prove me guilty of sin? And they're all looking at the ground saying, mm, let's see here. So they couldn't get him on that, but he basically said they hated me and they will hate you. So I would let whoever it is run in his mouth those who oppose the Lord's servant, who must, must not quarrel, be kind to everyone, able to teach, those who oppose him, he must gently instruct in the hope that God will grant them repentance, leading them to a knowledge of the truth, and they'll escape from the trap of the devil who's taken them captive to do his will. This whole thing, though, if you look at it from a spiritual standpoint, this whole thing is the forces of evil have gathered up under the auspices of the Democratic Party, and they're going head-to-head with God himself. If they win, you, you talk about a, a, a nightmarish hell on earth. Oh. You're, 
fix, you're fixing to see it if this bunch wins. Yeah, so really I'm is. all in with Donald J. Trump, that's for sure. Yeah, in, uh, in this time where churches are not coming together uh, as, as they normally did, they didn't congregate, in a recent Unashamed podcast, you mentioned that you or I, we are our own church. That it, it, it lives in us, and I think that's, that's a right. beautiful thing to remember. And if somebody's listening right now and they're going, man, I don't know what I'm going to do. I've watched the debates. I'm confused. Read this book, Jesus Politics. You can get it on, you know, on your gadget or you can get the actual book itself and phil i know we're short on time but it is such a pleasure to talk to you keep preaching the good word sir and uh my best to your family i thank you both take care man and the whole title of the book is called jesus politics how to win back the soul of america and after each chapter uh phil has put in a kingdom manifesto uh like chapter number 11 He ends it with the problem. America has turned its back on the Almighty and as a result is faltering in doing good. The manifesto of the king, live a life worthy of the king by doing good, teaching good, and speaking out against the things that are not good. And a manifesto in action, live your lives in a manner worthy of the king in a way that invites others into the kingdom in the hope of winning back the soul of America. What a pleasure it was to talk to Phil Robertson. And I want to mention, if you are hearing this and you're thinking, wow, I really want to share this, or I really want to listen to it again, download the radio.com app to your device or to your phone or to your vehicle or whatever, and you can have it there. You can actually do a Radio Rewind on that app. You can always go to KMOX.com to find the link so you can share it with your friends and family if you think that they would uh, get something out of it. Stick around. I did a bow in the go stop uh, this past week. I want to share with you that is next on the voice of St. Louis KMOX. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert, bear, man. Hey, it's Bo Matthews, and this is a Bow in the Go stop at Brookdale Farms in Eureka, and it's a beautiful day, another nice, warm, beautiful day, and uh, I'm going to talk to Jerry, the owner, in just a moment, but uh, I found a couple of participants that are out here. What's your name? Adam. Where are you from, Adam? Wildwood. All right, and uh, is this your first time at Brookdale? No, I've been here every year for a number of years. It's coming to be a family tradition, isn't it? Yeah, but it's so hot. I don't get it. <laughs> well, it'll be fall, really, before you know it. Uh, what, what's your name, buddy? And your name? And do you guys, uh, you're going to pick out some pumpkins today? You're going to pick out pumpkins? Yeah. And what's your name? Madison. And are you the big sis? Yeah. This okay. Is what? Happy birthday, buddy. Oh, that all matches up perfectly. Hi. Is this your first time here at Brooklyn? This is my first time here. And your first name? Christina. And your little one? This is Bennett. Hi, Bennett. How are you, buddy? Hi. Uh, your first time at Brookdale. What do you think so far? It's awesome. Yeah. Very, fa- very family friendly. And have you picked out a pumpkin yet for Bennett? Not yet. It's part of the day, though, isn't part it? Part of the day. Good deal. Where are you from? Indianapolis. What? Yeah. Okay, so you came to see family, or you uh, just... My husband's stationed in the... He's there in the Coast Guard. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he's downtown. Got, yep, we just got moved here. Well, thanks for your service of being yeah. a service family. I'm, a, I'm an Air Force brat, so oh, I know what that's like. Nice. No, that's a huge sacrifice. It is yeah. a lot. Well, thank you for what you do, and have a great time here at Brookdale. Thank you. All right. A good country experience at Brookdale Farms, and what is your name again? Okay, so did you help them pick out their uh, their pumpkins? Not really. <laughs> you going to help them carve them? Yeah. yeah, okay, okay. Well, Dad, enjoy it. Thanks for uh, being on KMOX with us. Thank you. All right. You bet. You too. And uh, it really is cool. They've got a trailer load of people that are getting ready to roll out uh, to go picking pumpkins. I mean, you can do so many things out here. You might have heard a big blast behind me. Well, they have a pumpkin cannon, a pumpkin cannon that shoots. I mean, you can shoot a pumpkin at a target. It's phenomenal. 
Uh, but they've done a lot of other great things out here. There's uh, hundreds of acres at Brookdale Farms that has turned out to be really something that is for the whole family. As we just talked to that one gentleman, this has turned out to be a family tradition. Now, Jerry Kirk is the owner, and uh, Jerry has a lot going on right now, but I think I cornered him just for a second. Now, weddings have been going really good at their new wedding barn. That's where we hold the Big Dogs Poker Bash. Uh, it's been a good season for you so far, Jerry? Yeah. Yeah, we've, uh, you know, after being shut down for so long, we've bounced back good. Fantastic. And really, there's not a lot of choices for families to go to to get out of the house, and we all need to do that. Yeah, we've been we've been really, really fortunate that we have such a, we have this outdoor activity that everybody's really wanting to do now. Dude, you have, like, the best playground for kids. You've got a kid's zip line. You've got the inflatables, this big, giant pumpkin. What is that even called? That's a, a pumpkin bounce pad. It's, a, it's a, actually, it's almost... It's over 3,000 square feet of bouncing. <laughs> yeah, bring the kids, I'm telling you. Well, or, and, and then I, I'm really excited. So we have the uh, biggest inflatable slide you can get is on its way here. It was just built in California, and they just finished it on Monday morning. And it's on its way here. Hopefully we're going to have it Friday, have it set up for the weekend. So we're really excited about it. It's orange and all Halloween themed. They got a big pumpkin on top of it. We're excited to get that up. That's cool. You guys are open for the family events during the day, Wednesday through Sunday. And as I mentioned before, there are photo ops at every corner. So if you're looking for holiday photos, fall photos, Christmas photos, this is the place. How cool is it to, to see and meet all these these new families that come out here? Well, you know, but we've been having a great time. So we were. Uh, last weekend, even with a little bit of rain on Saturday, and then we had a great day Sunday. We had a lot of people here, and everybody's just having such uh, so much fun. And it's been really neat to see how many people come up to thank us, you know, for doing this because their lives have been changed so weird this year yeah. that uh, they're really, really excited about the opportunity to be able to do something normal. And I've known you well enough and long enough that it's not easy to put on a production like you do. But uh, hats off to you for doing it. You got a great crew out here. You can buy your pumpkins. You can shoot a pumpkin. You can do the play. If you're hungry, make sure you come to Brookdale Farms Hungry. They've got the feed bin, which is a uh, concession area, and then they have an additional sugar shack, which I'm wondering if the funny cakes are being served right now because I'm going to stop by. Yeah, we, well, and the ice cream. <laughs> the ice cream over there is amazing. And then, uh, and we, we actually have people now that are coming and just uh, that, that have got became fans of our wood-fired pizza that come into the parking lot and buy wood-fired pizza just that they're not even doing pumpkins or anything. He's a, he's a pizza maker, too. That's fantastic. So we're right near this barn. Is there a name for the barn? Well, this is just a stable for okay. the horses and everything. Okay, so I see families are walking in here. They How close can they get to them? Well, we have it set up as our petting zoo, so... Um, all the animals are stalled, but you can, you know, you can pet the, the ones that are friendly. We have we have some cautionary signs too, because some of them may not want to be pet. Okay, <laughs> uh, Jerry, is that a? I, I think I see a camel head. Is that a real camel? Yeah, we have two camels. What? Simon and Captain. Oh my goodness, that's so fantastic. Anybody, anybody else you want to feature on your petting zoo? Well, we have. Uh, well, and then we have the emu, super chicken. That's our. She's she's a she's our big bird, <laughs> and we we've had her for quite a while now. She's pretty. Uh, She's pretty popular with everybody, but the uh, the camels we're gonna we're gonna be doing some camel rides this year, so uh, we've got uh, we love having the camels too. They're a lot of fun. That's so cool. You're gonna be like the camel king. <laughs> Think tiger. No, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> no, uh, but I do want to warn people. There is a warning that needs to go out uh, because when the sun goes down here in Eureka at Brookdale Farms, things take over, and it's a strange place to be. Uh, but you feature some of the best haunted stuff. Matter of fact, some of the only haunted stuff right now. Yeah, and our, and our uh, entire haunt is outside, which for this year is a great thing. Yeah. You know, um, so right now uh, with the haunted hayride and the haunted corn maze, we're covered about 
65 acres of the farm, and uh, there's a, it's it's a pretty intense experience. People really really enjoyed it this year. You know, a few years ago you brought in a z- zombie paintball, and that is my absolute favorite experience. So whatever you're doing, daytime or nighttime, go to BrookdaleFarmsInc.com to get all the information. And hats off to Jerry and your whole crew. Thank you for your time. You bet. Thank you. Okay. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this bow on the go stop at Brookdale Farms in Eureka. And, again, you can find out more information at brookdalefarmsinc.com. So, yeah, the bow on the go stops are basically me coming out to visit you in your restaurant, factory, business. I, I like to feature mom-and-pop businesses still striving and surviving and thriving during this uh, weird, weird year that we've had. So if you have any suggestions on where I should go next, please find me on social media. All platforms, just search Bo, B-O-M-A-T-T-H-E-W-S. And that is the show. Boy, if you want to listen to it again, you want to share the Phil Robertson conversation, or you want to share the information about the St. Louis Greek Fest or the authors of the Old Glory Flag Run, just go to KMOX.com. Download the Radio.com app. You can find it all right there. My name is Bo Matthews. I hope you have a great rest of your weekend. This is the voice of St. Louis, KMOX. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.